We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. What is happening, everybody? It is time for the second golf major of the year. We got the PGA Championship, and Eric and I are going to be breaking down some of our favorite options for DraftKings Rainmaker. So as you guys come into us, favor, like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you have any questions for us at all about the tournament this weekend, golfers we like, golfers that we might think are undervalued, sleeper picks, anything like that, throw it into the YouTube chat or at us in Discord, and we'll be answering all of your questions over the course of the show. And if you guys have not checked out PGA Rainmakers yet, there's a link below in the description box that's going to get you a totally free starters pack. You could click on that and you get to choose a stud golfer for this week as well, which I think is a pretty good place to start here, Eric, because we know the stud golfers that are available in the starters pack that people have potentially to choose from. A lot of them are projecting towards the top of the field in the free projections that we have over at stochastic.com. And I'm just copying and pasting those and throwing them into the YouTube chat. So, Eric, if you were picking your starters pack right now, and obviously we've already done this, who is it that you would pick as your stud golfer to start your starters pack with? There's there's two options. You're taking John Romer, Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. They've been one, two in the world. They've won a bajillion times already in the spring. Uh, they're the best two players in the world. And doing anything other than starting with them is kind of a mistake, especially if you're planning to play the rest of the season. You're looking at the core cards specifically John Rom's $39 for low Scotty Scheffler's 44 Rom's been playing a little bit better when they've been head to head here in the last couple but we've seen Scheffler just go nuts at uh the players championship he just played in Dallas there at a in a chip and putt basically at uh at TPC Craig Ranch but Scotty Scheffler probably is the one if you're gonna plan on buying other cards you just take the most expensive guy but for me the priority like it has been all season long, John Rom. Yeah. And uh, if you look at our project, we have it very close between the two and our projections. I dropped those into chat. Like I said, totally free rainmakers projections, super, super useful. So what you guys are going to find in there, if you click on that link, you're going to find top golfer probability. So uh, in just individual odds of each golfer be the top scoring fantasy player, top five probability. So that by the way, it's top five from a fantasy outcome, not necessarily, you know, top five, in the tournament standings, it's what is their probability of being a top fantasy producer? And then their cut probability, which is just their odds to make the cut based on our projection. So really useful. This is what I use to help build out my PGA lineups, and it's totally free. So definitely something to take advantage of. There's also some other additional aspects to Rainmakers that we're going to talk about as we go on. There is a CSV upload feature now. There's mm -hmm. also a hunt that's going on right now for the uh, the Stinger 
cut maker contest. We'll talk more about that as we go. Uh, but Eric, you said right there that John Rom is going to be your number one guy. It's bearing out in our projections as well. We've got Rom 5.9% chance to be the top golfer. We've got Scotty Scheffler 6.1%. Do you want to get away from Scotty Scheffler or is it just a preference for Rom? Yeah, it's a preference for Rom. Now you can play both. If you have both, you play both. Uh, it's pretty clear cut that in single entry, that's going to be something that I do is I just play my best available lineup. And that's going to include uh, with the cards that I have, John Rom, Scotty Scheffler. I'm probably going to be doing some Tony Finau because that's a player that I'm big on for this week. Uh, I think that's a player that even though uh, in terms of DK pricing, he's down there around 10th uh, amongst everything for DFS purposes. And then in terms of pricing, he's not up there with uh, Patrick Cantlay, but He's still pretty expensive at $18 because this golf course just sets up perfectly for him. Uh, so definitely not going to be fading Scotty Scheffler by any means in any way, shape or form. But he's going to be somebody that because he's so expensive, you know, that's $44 for each card at minimum that you're putting into each lineup. Your your overall return that you're looking at in a contest like, um, you know, like looking at the main core contest, I think you're better off if you don't have him fading him and trying to have other players that can kind of you can buy a pretty good lineup for the same amount of uh, cost that Scotty Scheffler's card is alone. Yeah. And I mean, just looking once again at our projections, one thing that uh, I'm happy about, I have, mo I have cards of most of our golfers that are towards the top of probabilities. Yep. I've, I've got Scheffler cards. I've got Rom Cantley, Rory McIlroy, Xander Shoffley, Tony Finau, Morikawa. So these are kind of the sorts of tournaments that I have my portfolio geared towards. I've got a lot of the mm -hmm. top golfers and then, when these ones roll around with the bigger prize pools, which one of the reasons you guys should be playing and stuff like the PGA championship is that we've got bigger prize pools significantly for these tournaments as compared to some of the smaller ones. And if you don't have a big collection of cards, don't forget that there is this giveaway. Well, not necessarily a giveaway, but it is called a cut maker hunt. So there are going to be packs available in the marketplace and they have something going on called the DraftKings Big Stinger Cut Maker Hunt. Let me throw this into the YouTube chat as well so people could read around. So if you're just listening to me and you're like, hey, well, you missed a point or you want something better clarified, it's all laid out in this article right here from DraftKings Rainmaker. So I posted that in the YouTube chat. So how it works is the hunt begins when the packs are dropped and the packs are dropping today. And then the hunt ends at May 22nd at 5 p.m. The hunt cards... Any elite or legendary golfers from tier four cards, and also all of those are outlined in the article I just posted, what you're looking to happen here is any golfers that you pull from this tier four in a pack has to be elite or legendary. You just want them to make the cut. And as long as that happens, you can make up to $1,000 in bonus money. So if you're looking to open some packs, here's a little added incentive for you guys to get in on the action, open some packs. And it's always fun to rip the packs as well, but chance to just build up your collection and make some extra money as you build that up. So, uh, you know, tier four, you're not looking necessarily all of the top golfers, but I'm curious, Eric, it doesn't necessarily have to be tier four because it's hard to keep track of which golfers are individually mm -hmm. in each tier. But I do want to ask you, as I always do, do you, do you have a long shot pick for this tournament that you like? Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, KH Lee is somebody that I'm very, I'm going to be looking at a lot of bomber types for this golf course. It is thick, rough, so it's going to be penal as well. Overall, driving is something that's going to be important, but you're talking about a par 70, almost 7,400 yards. It's not going to be playing as firm and fast as it might uh, at other times of the year. 
it's going to be a very, very difficult test. And if you don't hit it far, if you don't, if you're not solid off the tee, you're probably going to be somebody that I'm going to be hitting eject on for the most part. Now, overall game, looking at iron play, looking at everything else, like that's where Tony Finau kind of jumps up to the top for me. But then there's players like KH Lee, who he can go out and absolutely bomb it. And everybody was talking about how, oh, he just had this abysmal putting week last week. He has a broken putter. The week before it at the Wells Fargo, where he finished eighth, he gained 6.6 strokes with the flat stick. He is a long shot this week, but I am pretty in love with getting to a little bit of him, not just in Rainmakers, in betting and DFS in pretty much every single facet. And that's the beauty about a show like this. You can use your knowledge for everything else and put it directly towards Rainmakers and know you got a pretty good shot if KH Lee somehow backdoors a top five. And then I want to ask you this, because you said you're focusing on bombers for this week. Yes. So I want to know, what is it about the course setup that has you looking at bombers? And is there any other kind of archetype of golfer that you're going to try to focus on when you're either building your lineups or, or looking for golfers that you might want to purchase on the secondary market? Yeah, so bogey avoidance is another thing to maybe focus on. When you get to these majors where the presumed score is going to be around 10 to 13 under, is kind of the ballpark I've got it in. I'm probably looking at the high end uh, at the 13 under type. Um, but I'm feeling pretty good about that being a, a pretty good baseline for everything that I do. You can go directly into Fantasy Cruncher at Stochastic, and you can see Roy McIlroy, no surprise, longest driver on tour here at the moment. Cameron Young, another player that I think is just undervalued for DFS purposes. I think if you've got opportunities to go get some cards of him, you do that as well. We get a lot of the live guys into the mix. You can kind of bypass them because they don't have PGA Tour Rainmakers cards available to you. But the one other player uh, that I think kind of fits the mold of everything we're looking at is Wyndham Clark. And he's going to be super popular for DFS. But because there's only a certain quantity of these cards, you have an opportunity to get a Wyndham Clark, who now is a little bit more expensive at 1346 Seems like an overpay. But I think what's going to happen is the overall number of lineups with him in it, especially when you're talking about a single entry, is going to go down drastically. And to have a player who's playing as well as he is hits it 320 off the tee, has a good overall golf game, just won at the Wells Fargo, another difficult track at Quail Hollow. Feel pretty confident that those are the kind of players that in Rainmakers you can get a little bit of an edge just by identifying one, one deviation in your lineup like that who's going to be less than 10, less than 15% in all Rainmakers contests. And then something else too that I, I'm kind of curious to run by you is you know, some of these other ones that we've done, for example, when we were, you know, talking about the masters, for instance, mm -hmm. in advance of that, and we were trying to find golfers that we thought were relevant, not just for that tournament, but also tournaments prior to it. Is there something with Wyndham Clark that kind of works in the inverse where it's like, he's a viable play for the PGA championship, but then also because he's not necessarily the biggest name golfer, he's going to be playing in some of the weaker field events where He's more valuable in those sorts of things. So that's another, like, does that make sense if you see where I'm Yeah, at? it does. It does. And that was my case. So we talked about Wyndham Clark, where I said that one of my favorite things about him going into Quail Hollow um, was one, he was going to be very popular in DFS. And I thought there was an opportunity to get lower ownership in the core contest, which was 100% true. You got him sub 10% because again, there's only a certain quantity of the cards. He doesn't have a starter card that is an automatic pack giver like a John Rahm, a Scotty Scheffler, who is over 20% because everybody who gets them in a starter pack is going to be using them. The thing, though, now is that he won on the PGA Tour. He locked in his card for two years, and now a lot of the tournaments I was planning to utilize him in 
I don't know if he necessarily is going to play. So it's a double-edged sword where he almost played too good by having that W where it locked in his card. He's going to be in the FedEx Cup playoffs. It's very hard to imagine a scenario, though, where he doesn't have utility going the entire way through the FedEx Cup playoffs. It's going to be a trimmed downfield compared to years past. Won't be the 125. And then you have 30 that go to Atlanta. I think there's a very strong possibility he still is somebody you can ride the entire way to that top 30. But I think he's lost extra utility just because he won, which is a lot different than finishing second. Yeah, understood. And, and that all definitely makes sense. But yeah, you were on him, like you said, it was that a few weeks ago. I'm trying to remember the exact date of that yeah. tournament. And yeah, he ends up winning a tournament. His cards have gone up. So another thing too is if you guys have listened to our friend Eric here, a couple of things happened. Number one, if you'd Wyndham Clark, you got his first career win mm-hmm. last week. Another thing too is you bought cards. You got a good fantasy outing out of him. You got him somebody who's valuable this week. And he's more valuable probably than what you bought him at. If you remember what his oh, yeah. cards cost were a couple weeks ago. So uh, Eric, good call by you. I'm going to give you a Thanks, little bit buddy. of props here. Big yeah, around it, the up it's place. wild. Well, here's the thing. Uh, yes, well, last week was the first time I've ever missed putting lineups in for Rainmakers PGA. I completely forgot about everything. I was so wrapped up in UFC and trying to make, um, you know, with Levy and everything. Hey, can all the fights go off one time? And then forgot to put my lineups in on Wednesday night. Uh, so it was a huge bummer in that regard because I would have had some decent lineups coming in for that one. So I'm looking to get a little bit of money back here this week after a wasted week last week. Yeah, I did decently last week. Nothing big. I've actually been running fairly well as of late, but I did have a bunch of Jason Day cards, which ended up helping me. Money. Unfortunately, though. Yep. Yeah, so maybe not unfortunately, but one thing that could have helped me is if I would have played Jason Day in the captain spot ahead of Scotty Scheffler, mm-hmm. which I, I wasn't quite sharp enough to do that last week. But so let's talk about that because I think this is sure. one of the more interesting things when it comes to majors is trying to figure out is it worth it to skip and have somebody else in the captain spot that isn't your core pack starter? So is there somebody other than John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler that you should be starting lineups with? My answer right now based on some of the data I went through going through previous tournaments is no. I think you should 100%. And I don't think you did anything wrong last week. I I think just because of the style of golf course, maybe you could have talked yourself into going today because easier golf courses, it ups the variance. You have to have a good putting week, no matter if you're the number one player in the world or the number 100 player in the world because it's a glorified punting contest. There's no trouble. You're not running into any kind of penalties for hitting bad shots when you're a worse player. This week, I think it's just 100% you play John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler, if you have those cards in the captain spot. No doubt about it. They're not going to be over 10% owned in the captain spot, and that's kind of the threshold. If you just go directly on their chances of being the top golfer in our top player probabilities, we're talking about 6.1% in our projections, 5.9% for John Rahm. That is, I'm saying 10% on the absolute high end because you have – Every other player that enters this field, every player who has a card available, who's a top player that you would want to put in the captain spot is playing golf this week. And so it's going to naturally bring down the ownership. You should 100% just try to take one of those freebies. If they top 10, you still have opportunities to try to win. You don't have to have the winner in that top spot. As long as you have the winner somewhere in your portfolio in the flex spots, you're so much better off long-term in these majors playing your best cards in the captain spot. So that talks about, you know, Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm. Those are the top two guys you're mostly referring to there. Who is the next tier of golf? Because those guys are kind of on a tier of their own. You had mentioned that if anybody's signing up and using Rainmakers for the first time, you're claiming that starters back, there's a link for below. 
Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, those are your guys. But then there's the next group of golfers, Patrick Cantlay, Rory McIlroy, Xander Shoffley. Rory had a terrible outing at Augusta. <laughs> so do, do you think Rory could bounce back from that? Who's who's the next golfer that you like the most outside of Scheffler and Rahm? Yeah, there's a lot of whispers about Rory McIlroy fighting a lot of things at home and then not necessarily uh, enjoying the conversation regarding Liv. And he feels like maybe he missed the boat on certain opportunities and he's maybe just wanting to focus on the majors themselves and feels like, you know, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, these guys are getting an opportunity to just focus on that. Um, Rory McIlroy, though, he just got swing work done with Tiger Woods over the weekend. I can't imagine that that's a bad thing. Uh, that he's going to, that Tiger identifies something in your swing, says, I want to help you. And you get your ass over there and you work with Tiger Woods on your golf swing. It's Rory McIlroy. He hits it high. He hits it far. He's one of the best drivers on planet earth. Now the driving accuracy has been down this season. And it's weirdly something I start factoring in at majors like this, where they start dropping the ball in the rough and it disappears like you normally would expect, but he's hit just around 50% of the fairways over the course of this season. That puts him near the bottom of overall driving accuracy for anybody that we have data on this season. It's been going sideways, and I don't think you can get away without some type of total driving there at the top of the board. And he's been the best driver in the world for years and years and years. Him and Dustin Johnson won two in some capacity. If you have his cards, you still play him. There's no doubt about that. But I would be more inclined to try to trade in anything that I had of Rory and turn it into a Tony Finau at $18. Turn it into Jason Day at $14, who didn't show any signs of vertigo last week. Justin Thomas had the first positive putting week that he's had since the Genesis back in February at Riviera here in LA. I'm just telling you, if Justin Thomas flips the putter, everything else in his golf game is set up for PGA Championships. There's a reason he has two of those on his resume. So I like, we got a pretty fun question here from Jeffrey Phelan in chat. He gave us three different groups and he wants us to pick a golfer from each of them. Mm -hmm. You're ready for this, Eric. I'm you ready. Got, you got your green drink or whatever that yep. was. In. He's hydrated. <laughs> he's energized. He's ready to go. Yeah. Tier one from Jeffrey Phelan. Cantley, M, and Neiman. Of those three, that is going to be Cantley for me. Yeah, so for DFS purposes, as I'm looking at the projections, I, I don't mind the Neiman play. He's 7,900. They're on completely different planets, so you're not going to have a card available for it. But I'm I'm probably inclined to just take the chalk. I'll go Cantley there. Yeah, and then the second one, it is Clark Fowler, who there's also not cards of, and then Thigala. That, mm -hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna stick with your guy. Although I know Thiegel is one of your guys too, but I'll go with Wyndham. <laughs> They're both my guys, but I'm actually going to go Fowler for one reason and one reason only. He committed to the Charles Schwab next week. He's going to be one of the lone players that I know for a fact that is going to be playing back-to-back -back weeks from the PGA into this one. And this is why it matters so much to pay attention to the schedule. I bought a ton of Ricky Fowler for this week specifically to be able to flip him next week when he's like one of the lone Rangers and everybody wants him. So little, little tip, Ricky Fowler is going to be way more expensive next week than he is this week. Were there, am I mistaken or were there not Ricky Fowler cards a few weeks ago? What? There were there were not uh Ricky Fowler. Yeah, no, they're gone now. Okay. So the, So he's uh, talking DFS right now. Yeah. Okay. Next but I know for a fact that I thought there were Ricky Fowler cards. I know that I bought that. I bought like 40 different cards coming into this week. Maybe he wasn't one of them, but I know for a fact he's playing the Charles Schwab next week. I'm telling you, he is inclined. You're inclined. I guess he's with JT, so I guess they wouldn't have the cards available for this one, but I'm telling you ahead of time, 
you're looking at a guy in Ricky Fowler who's been playing the best golf. He's in the top 50 in the world for the first time in a very long time. You want to be invested in him as well as, again, Wyndham Clark. He makes a lot of sense that he does have cards available. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Clark there. And then the final group here is Kirk Montgomery or Mito Pereira. Clark, Clark, uh, Kirk Montgomery, mm -hmm. Mito Pereira. Of those three, do you have a preference? Yeah, so no Mito. Again, another live guide. Not going to have cards of him for Rainmaker's purposes. I like Mito a lot this week for DFS purposes. For cards between the two, Montgomery's been playing so bad, and this is what just pissed me off to no end. He was the guy that you needed in like three or four tournaments to start off the season. His cards went through the moon. I had no shares of him. He just kept burning me. I was like, you know what? I should probably invest a couple. And since then, his cards have plummeted because he's terrible and actually showing who he is. I like Chris Kirk more. All right. There we go. So, uh, Jeffrey Phelan, hope that ends up helping you. He, and then his response Jeffrey, after I that like is, all nine guys. Like yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah. Just, just play all of them. Play all the guys. Yeah. Why not? Why yep. not? One thing that could help you, by the way, also with that, we do have now the ability to upload lineups via CSV for yes. Rainmakers. So, Mike, if you wouldn't mind showing people on the screen the CSV, and uh, yeah, it's it's not necessarily the easiest thing in the world to understand when you first look at it, but after you've used it a couple times, it does make sense. So uh, I did want to just really quickly walk you guys through how to access the CSV. So if you guys are into, uh, if you're in the lobby and then you click on a contest enter, you're going to see something that pops up that says CSV bulk upload. You click on that, then you click on download and it's going to give you a CSV that is labeled Rainmakers bulk entry template. See Micah is uh, walking us through this right there. You press that old download button and then from there, you're going to get this template that pops up and... Like here, here are the things you guys need to know. And if you have any additional questions about these, mm -hmm. DM me on Twitter, message me, whatever, get in touch with me. And it's, I'll walk you through how to do it. But what you're going to do is all the way on the right side of the CSV, you're going to see a list of your cards. And you're also going to see a list of all of the contests. There we go. Mike's got it pulled up. So Mike, scroll Love it. all the way to your right. That was big. I was, I was very unsure if Mike was going to <laughs> left and right. And he has nailed it. So if you go uh, all the way to the actually, let me make, make this a little bigger so I could see it on my screen. All right. So if you go to the right and then a little more to the right, Mike. Keep going to the right there. Yeah. So you're going to see a list of all of the contests. And there's also a contest ID. So what you do is you copy and paste the contest ID to the top left where it says contest ID. And then next to the contest ID, you're going to see a list of all of your golfers and they each have a unique ID. So you copy those unique IDs next to the contest ID and then you save the template as another CSV. Just save it on your desktop, label it as something you understand what it is. And then you just upload that document right into the contest and that's going to have all of your lineups in it. So if you don't like hand building, you want a different way to do it. We now have the ability to bulk enter via CSVs. So that's just like a quick walkthrough of that. I did my best to understand, to uh, to explain it to you guys. If you don't understand it, so like I said, message me on Twitter, reach out to me, and uh, I'll walk you through that and help you with it. So uh, just another way to enter your lineups mm -hmm. for Rainmaker's purposes. But getting back to this week, because we only have a few minutes left here, Eric, and we've talked about our top golfers. He gave us KH Lee as more of a dark horse. Mm -hmm. But if we go to like, let's say tier three, 
because we got Sheffler, okay. Rom tier one, then Cantlay, McElroy, Xander. Those are like the next tier of guys based on our projections. And they got a whole bunch of golfers that are grouped together with like two to three percent odds of being the top scoring golfer, like Fina, Morikawa, Hatton, Hovland, Jason Day. Do you like Jason Day to go back to back? Is there anybody else who catches your eye? Who's like this third tier of golfer that's standing out to you? Yeah, it's there are a number of ways to go. One, Tyrrell Hatton's been playing such good golf for so long here. He's had what, fifth, third, 19th, 34th at the Masters, second at the Players with that crazy 65 on Sunday. He's been in an absolute tear. I think if you have his cards, you just play him. Uh, he's not your typical bomber that I would be looking at. That's where that's where I think you get very fascinating kind of uh, exposure to the Finau Hovlands of the world. I really like Victor Hovland again this week. Chipping, putting, things that we know he are, the chipping especially, just struggles at, will always struggle at, it would seem. But he's just one of the best pure ball strikers. And when you get on a golf course this long, this difficult, sometimes 14, 15 greens is what it takes, just not hitting bad shots. And he's one of those guys who can go out and do that amongst this field. If you want to go a little bit further, though, my dude Sam Burns, I think this is a phenomenal setup for him to try to get his first win. Generally, I like him a little bit more on Bermuda. That's not what we're going to be walking into here and, you know, some of the Southern Region golf courses. But we just saw him win the match play in pretty resounding fashion, going toe-to-toe with his buddy Scotty Scheffler, then, you know, runs over, you know, in the final match. He, he just, he's playing such good golf overall now that he got this driver issue figured out. At the beginning of the season, he had a non-conforming driver. He found out that, hey, my driver is beyond the USGA limitations. He had to change it three weeks into the season out of the middle of nowhere. It screwed him up for a couple weeks, threw his season off a little bit. Now that he has that driver locked in, he, he is an overall ball striker, and he can gain in so many different departments, which just creates so much upside when you're talking about DraftKings Rainmakers, when you're talking about DFS. And nobody's really going to be playing him this week because, well, again, people like to play him on Bermuda. It's just kind of been a proven trend for him. But he's got six wins on the PGA Tour now over the course of the last two years, and nobody, nobody talks about it because of how good Scheffler and Rahm are. So you want a high upside guy that's just going under the radar every single week. Sam Burns is your dude. I was just looking through our projections. What odds, or I'll say this, what rank do you think we have in terms of golfers who are most likely to be optimal so like you know for reference like scheffler is one rom is two what rank do you think we have of sam burns to be in the optimal lineup this week of all the golfers in the field 20th 15th not bad okay okay not bad we've got him ranked fairly high in our projections here so yeah if you go to the second page he's one of the first golfers that pops up there mike so Sam Burns, who we have with a 1.3% chance to be the overall top scoring golfer in the field, and then a 7.2% chance to end up being top five, which is the equivalent of being in the optimal lineup, yeah. top five here for all intents and purposes for this. So the show went really quick. We are at the end here. So the last thing I'm going to make you do here, Eric, who's winning? You got, you can pick anybody in the field, no kind of restrictions on you. You can pick one golfer to win. The odds don't matter. The price on the marketplace mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Who are you picking to win this weekend? Uh, Tony Finau. Uh, so I'm going to go Tony Finau, Sam Burns. I like KH Lee as a flyer. I uh, tweeted things of that nature out too. Just to throw a couple of other flyers out there for you. Cameron Young, he's on the more expensive end of flyer. Uh, really like getting to him. Wyndham Clark kind of in that mid-range to $13 range. I think that he's the other guy identified. But Keegan Bradley, 
Don't sleep on Keegan Bradley as well. Pure ball striker can go out and bomb it. And I'm looking at just the overall driving, overall ball striking kind of numbers for this week. If he pops it with a putter here, we've play, seen him play so good in the Northeast over the last couple of years, whether it's in Connecticut, at Boston, at the U.S. Open last year, really using comps between U.S. Open tracks and PGA Champion tra- tracks because they just are so much more difficult than any golf course they see routinely on the PGA Tour. So Keegan Bradley, he plays those tough tests well, really like getting to him as a cheap flyer this week. And that is going to do it for us today. If you guys have not done yet, like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Don't forget to check out all this new stuff that DraftKings has for Rainmakers. We've got the contest CSV bulk upload. We have also got the big stinger cut maker hunt going on. I posted that link in the YouTube channel. So go check out all of that. Other than that, guys, if you didn't do it, like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Good luck this week. Later on today, I'll be on NBA Live before lock. So go check that out. Have a good one, guys. all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions and it's because that occasional shave really hurts it's the time of year for big occasions and yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor let's help him out henson shavings line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad brother and even son can enjoy eventually with replacement blades just 10 cents each you'll buy it once and they'll use it for life how's that for the perfect gift Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.